Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. Listen in the Black Cast. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes that put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listen in the Black Cast. Keep up on comics and movies. Two phone ring, I answer hoodies. I can't talk, call back if you please. Listen in the Black Cast. Don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass, I'm kissing. Listen in the black cast. Click subscribe on this podcast. You won't be the first, but don't you be last. Listen while you pumping your gas. Listen in the black cast. On this episode, it's Jean Grey talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listen in the black cast. Welcome to the black cast live on tape on digital recording from the uh the quarantine bunker although actually i have ventured upstairs because uh my my wife and kids are uh, in the outdoors getting some oxygen and i'm like nope that stuff's overrated and speaking of overrated my guest the incredibly overrated zia anderson zia land zia landerson zia bastille day Hi, those are all my names. I don't get to introduce you anymore. I know. We don't know that I'm the moderator slash host. And so I never get to introduce you. And sometimes I would be super nice in the intro. And sometimes, uh, I would really yeah. throw you off. I saved all those. Yeah. I have. <laughs> Just because <laughs> <Yeah>. it's proof. <laughs> Just because it's proof he was nice. It's no, but when yeah. I was working on my reel, I actually did download some of those. So I do. I have them. I do have them downloaded as proof on my fucking disk drive computer, whatever, you know. <laughs> so what I there's mean. proof. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Did I just say disk drive? Yeah, I did. Do you have a disk drive or? No. Uh, oh. And I, that's not where you save you, stuff either. Did you save it on your floppy? <laughs> on my floppy disk. Yeah, your floppy disk. Oh, uh, 1987. Is uh, that when those came out? Something would you like, like me that. to tell you about 19? By the way, it's like 1981, but uh, I could tell you about both of those years. I could tell you. No, I'm good. 1987, I could tell you a lot more about. I could tell you about the uh, the pop music of uh, 1987, 1988 in particular, you know. So if we're What gonna, was the pop music of 1988? Uh, Billy Ocean, Get Out of My Dreams and Into My Car, uh, Bobby Get Brown. Out of don't my get dreams. Yeah. <laughs> get in the yeah. backseat, baby. I, yep, I know that, that one. Song. Uh, yeah. Bobby Brown had a big album called uh, Don't Be Cruel, and there was a song called My Prerogative on it. Um, you that's know. not the Don't Be Cruel. N- no, that's you Elvis. Are, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's Elvis Just Presley, listen. but also covered by uh, Cheap Trick, which was popular. That's the version I know. 1988, 1989. So it's, it's the same era. Elvis fans are going to hate me. I'm not, a big, I'm not a big Elvis fan. I'm really not. It's uh, somebody that I've uh, appreciated as I've gotten older and even not being a huge fan, Graceland was amazing just to see it. It was mm-hmm. like super cool and like it, you cool. know, his plane is there and the house is preserved the way it was when he passed away. So it's like, oh, it's not like a museum. It's just sort of like, you know, he's got a jungle room. It's a little bit tacky and uh, it's my favorite room in the house because it's got this like green shag carpet to be like, you know, the, the floor of the jungle. <laughs> the grass, the grass in the yeah. jungle because jungles are very grassy. By the way, I'm also uh, doing my show from uh, my jungle room. For those looking on YouTube, you can see I have an owl over my shoulder. There uh, is an owl clock yeah, there. It's an owl clock. It's, I have uh, nothing interesting to look at. I know you, you have a green screen, so you could, you could make it very interesting, right? Yeah, I haven't figured out how to do that with Zoom yet. Well, I also haven't tried. I'm I, sure I could, but... I do have a prop for later after this. We're going to do Marvel Movie News. I have uh, my copy of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, which comes Spider-Man. in a box. That's a big box. You're right. Yeah. That, that looks like a puzzle. It, it looks like a it, box for a puzzle. It also, inside of it, is this copy of Amazing Fantasy 15, which is a reprint, of course. Uh, the first appearance of Spider-Man... Little little Spidey artwork, and uh, there's also like a like a, a a film cell from the movie, and then there's like a second disc that's an interview Kevin Smith did with Stanley. So that's just, fucking cool. Yeah, this was in the age where it was like, what's the biggest thing we can get you to put on your shelf? You know, now it's like nobody wants anything on their shelf. But uh, back in 2002, 2003, that's what they wanted. Anyway, Zia Anderson, Zia Landerson. Yes. Uh, this is delightful. I'm glad that we're getting to talk uh, casually, you know, not fixated. Look, I love talking about Marvel, but there's not a lot to say about Marvel right now. So no. we'll talk about when we do Marvel uh, movie news, <laughs> your hand is over the lens. I keep fucking with it because I didn't, I, I messed up. You didn't I had white to, balance? 
Well, no, I just, I didn't, I can never get the lighting right in here. I feel like I struggle with that a lot. Um, and I didn't like set things up super well before I came on Yeah. because I like last minute saw that for my job, there was something that was like, I was had these posts go live. Yeah. They weren't supposed to, I schedule all the posts. I write yeah. them and schedule them and they, it wasn't supposed to go live until after 10. Oh boy. And for and I thought I scheduled it properly, but I guess not because the the thing that I use to schedule it is on East Coast time. Oh boy! And I guess I just didn't like do the math right, or I don't know what happened. I could have swore I was like, yeah, okay, these are all scheduled, so they'll come out shortly after ten. And they all came out twenty five minutes ago, and I was like, motherfucker! So I had to go and delete them all, and then repost them. Like I hope I don't get in too much trouble for that. That was not good. That's not what you wanted to have happen. (laughs) No. That's sort of a a great starting point is in sort of all of this craziness is that you're able to still work Mm because what you're working on, you can do from home, obviously. Yeah, it was always from home. Yeah, talk a little bit about what that is, what you can say about it, and, uh, you know, what it is that you're able to work on from the comfort of the the palatious uh, Landerson Bastille Day estates. The estates of a 675 square foot apartment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's, I just, I work for a marketing company and it was somebody that I knew who reached out to me because he'd been seeing the stuff that I've been doing, like all the podcasts and shows and, and my doing my own social media and all of that. And he was like, Hey, do you ever want to do any like freelance social media? It was basically like writing and executing a social media calendar. That's sort of where I started with it, but he's been giving me more and more, which has been really cool. Um, it's still part-time. He's been trying to we had a conversation. He's like the nicest guy in the world. I, I met him at the gym I used to work at 10 years ago, as I think when I first met him. And we haven't like kept in touch, but we've been social media friends for all that time. And so he reached out and then we, you know, got on a call and, you know, nailed down what I would start doing. And then slowly I've been doing a bit more and a bit more. Um, that's where I do the weekly dose of gaming news videos. He also uh, is a part owner in, or ah, shit. Maybe you have to cut that part out. I don't know if I can say that. Well, you didn't say it, so it's okay. <laughs> okay. You know I mean, so he's a he's a he's a part owner a part owner in uh, McDuck Industries, which is uh, run by Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> exactly. And, and uh, I would like to buy into some shares of McDuck Industries. Uh, that's just that's just me. So that's so it's good because you know uh, this time, not even just last year, this time a few months ago you were uh, waitressing and that is a job that you can't do from home. That is a job that I cannot do from home. So the timing on this, like, it's funny because as a wait, I mean, there's a reason that everybody waits tables in LA, especially if you work at a good place, the money is so fucking good that like you get used to, you have to deal with some slow days, but you can still make $200 in four hours. And that's like, already after taxes because they tax out of your paychecks. Like as a server, your paychecks just aren't anything. I never worry about them. Sometimes they're 50 bucks. Sometimes they're $25. Sometimes they're a hundred, you know, it just depends. But for the most part, you just don't really worry about your paycheck and it's just whatever you take home. But you know, you go from making $200 to $400 in a day, depending where you work. Yeah, which I mean, usually uh, I can't make anywhere near that much when I'm out back behind the Home Depot with uh, some lotion and, uh, you know, the fact that I've got two hands. And um, I mean, look, the most you can really charge for that is like 20 bucks per hand if you can get like two going at once. And like that's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I try to do. I definitely try to, you know, work through the line fairly quickly. Uh, so, <laughs> so anybody not watching the video version on YouTube, you definitely uh, missed a visual joke, but uh, it's, it's worth checking out. Uh, this has kind of been fun uh, doing the Blackcast this way because it's, uh, it's less technical pressure, pressure. And then once I realized that if you record something on Zoom, it doesn't just record the audio, it records the video. I'm like, well, I'm going to do something with that. So all yeah. of a sudden, like the Blackcast uh, YouTube page, it's like, hey, look at all this stuff. You know, I've been- look at all uh, the stuff we got. I know, I was like, like new videos every couple of days. I like that this is one of your snack videos, although unofficially, because you're snacking on something. What are you having there? Cough drops. <laughs> oh my God, that's delicious. Wait a minute. You're coughing? Do you have the Rona? I got the, no, I don't think so. It's get, it is getting much, much better too. I, at first, cough, of yeah. course, like everybody else was freaking out anytime- yeah. You get, I feel like now anytime anyone gets sick, they're going to be like, oh my God, it's going to be like that for a while. Yeah, like, um, like two years from now, if you got the actual flu, 
you'd be mm-hmm. like, oh no, that this isn't the flu. And and right yeah. here, right right here, right now in Los Angeles, uh, anybody with uh, allergies, like myself, oh my god, it's crazy. My eyes are always itchy and uh, coughing. So like the first couple of days, I'm like, great, I got it. I I, I don't even know how. That's I what do. I thought. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't think. But I don't think so. <laughs> I right. think that's just me being crazy. Well, you don't really go out much, which. Uh, uh, I wasn't going out a lot to begin with before yeah. this, basically to the studio and the grocery stores, and now I go out even less. Yeah, so, now it's like the grocery stores. You kind of look in the fridge and you're like, nah, you know what? I'll, I'll have a I'll have a mustard sandwich. It'll be fine." <laughs> yeah, whatever I can make work. What do we got here? Yeah. Peanuts. Peanuts for dinner. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, exactly. So. You're you're in the uh, states, you you and your husband. But uh, it seems like you guys are able to keep to yourselves enough, you know. So uh, you know, he he obviously right now he's not in your way. He's not in your green screen corner. He's not in my green screen corner. He's he's in the bedroom. He's in the. with me, the master, the master bedroom. bedroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, we don't even have a master bedroom in this apartment. That's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bedroom. The, the bathroom the is nowhere near it. Interesting thing with me is, and as I've said, I'm recording upstairs right now because uh, I, I actually have the place to myself, which is insane. The idea so that I'm here and it's quiet, and I was like. I started setting up, I tried a few different places, some of the shows that uh, I was doing for After Buzz and, uh, of course, uh, Popcorn Talk as well. And I settled on that back of the garage in front of my boxes of comic books because, one, I thought that the visual was kind of cool, but it's also, like, the quietest place. It's also confined, you know, the like the audio doesn't uh, bounce around too much. Well, yeah, especially once I started using this microphone, like I had it and I'm like, why are you being so lazy? Just get the microphone out, you dummy. Yeah, seriously. Good Lord, Christian. Well, on his phone with headphones there were, in. There was, the sh- <laughs> there was the Marvel movie days that I did in the car. Yeah. Uh, people started being like, what are you doing in the car? I'm like, it was the only quiet place I could go. And the crazy thing was like the, the neighbor started mowing his lawn and it started raining and I was convinced everybody could hear it, but then I didn't talk to you guys afterwards and you couldn't. But anyway, so finding a place to record, it's sort of been fun because I, you know, I've recorded usually like after nine o'clock at night is usually when I do it because the kids have gone to bed and it's uh, given me a bit of a hobby. When I was uh, talking in our previous episode with uh, Flobo Boyce, which I don't know if you know Flobo uh, from After Buzz. Uh, I've never met him. Yeah. Uh, he his his big thing that he always talks about when he does his plugs that if you go to his website flobito.com little plug for him that he generates new content every week and i'm like try i'm like hey i'm just trying to do the new content like every day you know and i think that that's a thing that we're seeing a lot of like you and i follow a lot of the same people mm-hmm. uh Jim Norton, Sam Roberts, and then comedians mm-hmm. from those shows. And you're noticing that, I mean, especially New York-based people, people in New York City where you just really don't want to go out, you're seeing like these comedians in particular, they're doing so much like, you know, Instagram Live has never been busier than right now, you know, at least as far as I can tell, you know. Yep. No, 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 for sure. And now we're getting to see, it is honestly a little bit of a treat. Now we're getting to see a lot more Jim and a lot more chip. Oh, Jim Norton, yeah, and yes. and his uh, his character uh, Chip Chipperson, whom, if you remember from a past black cast, uh, I I purchased a cameo video uh, mm-hmm. for Zia's birthday. Uh, Chip Chipperson, who was retired for about a month, and then right. and, and then, then came coronavirus right back. happened, and he's like, "Well, this is this is all I can do." I think there was even some Edgar out there, some recent yeah. Edgar. <laughs> I think Edgar might be out there. Uh, and it's, it's a crazy thing to listen to that show, though, because the two hosts, and if no, if somebody listening, watching right now doesn't know the show, it doesn't really matter because the host, one of them is in New York, the other one is actually in Westchester, aka the best Chester. But the a uh, couple of the other guys who work still have to go into that mostly closed down Sirius XM building in the middle of Midtown Manhattan. And you know the idea of having to go in there and travel in there and you know, the fact that that shows like there's still like screening calls and, uh, you know, Howard Stern started doing his show the same way where somebody has to be going in and running the board and screening the phone calls. I have no idea who it is because all their main people are, have uh, like, uh, like Comrex, Brick, you know, remote setups. So I, 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 I always think when I'm listening to a show is like somebody had to go into a disease ridden studio. And I say that because uh, Andy Cohen from, you know, best known from Bravo, he does have a whole channel on there and, and he got uh, the coronavirus. Uh, I haven't oh, heard it yet, geez, but he called in and that. talked to Howard about it. I haven't heard it yet. But uh, so I'm assuming that he's at least doing better from it. But 
I mean, the idea if that was my job, which you know, it wouldn't have been that hard to imagine me having a job at, at Sirius at some point in my life. I've, I've interviewed for jobs there. Your husband did work there at one point, you know? He Not did, in New yeah. York, but he did work for the company. No, no, he worked there in New York. Oh, he did? See, I didn't Yeah, even... he worked for Ron and Fez. Oh, that's right. I did. Yeah. You did. Yeah, I did know that. So, yeah. So, anyway, so that's, that's the whole point. It's like, it's like, oh, if that was my job that I had to go in, I'm like, I don't know that I want to go in. You know, I don't want to necessarily bring it home to my family. And again, we're talking a lot about this one show because it's a, it's a, a little bit of a, a common ground for Z and I. But uh, Travis... Travis Teff, the producer, he does. Trav dog, Teff dog. Yeah, the the yeah the Teff dog. Oof, oof. <laughs> he does have. He has a family at home, and he like travels he in does. from. Uh, yeah. I don't know if, if he's Staten Island or he's New. Jersey. I think he's Staten Island. Anyway, whatever he's doing, he's traveling in, and I'm just like, oh man, then you got to go home. You know, it's uh, yeah. just that idea, that. and it's like, in all honesty, like yeah, it's entertaining. It's it, but it's like it's hardly an essential uh, service that's being provided. You know, like. Yes, you're working in the media. There's something essential about the media, but it's like, do we, you know, would we all be, would we all get through without a, without a month of a professional sounding Jim and Sam show? I think, I think we would, uh, we'd figure it out, you know? Right. I think that everybody would be fine. And there's something to be said for entertainment being really important in this time. Yeah, sure. Because everybody's like, what would you do if you're just at home and you got nothing? Yeah. Uh, that being said, there's still a lot of Netflix and other things to watch that is already out there and doesn't yeah. require anybody to go put themselves into. Yeah. And, and here, here's, here's what I'll say though about Sirius XM. And I let you know about this. They're doing like three months of a free trial and like a month yes. and a half of like their premium content. Which they, is they've adjusted it. So it's like, yeah, right so it's now. all, it's all free right now, which is like, great. that's a very cool so thing because then people get used to it. I, <laughs> I mentioned it to a friend who's a little bit older than me and yes, people are older than me. Zia, thank you. I was uh, going to say and, what? And he was like, Oh, I'm not Dinosaurs? really in the car. I was just like, Oh, you could get serious for free. He's like, I'm not really in the car much right now. And I'm like, no dummy. You can listen on your computer, your phone, or if you have uh, TV, uh, if you have, you know, an Alexa or, you know, one of those things. And, uh, you know, that sort of a thing, but, uh, I don't know. So it, it's cool. And then for people with kids, I think, uh, yeah, it's uh, Amazon prime, uh, all of their original kids programming is free for anybody. Like you don't have to actually subscribe. So, you know, it's smart that people are doing that. What are you doing with your Q-tip? Um, are you making a pretend mustache? It's a pretend mustache. Yeah. It's older than a Q-tip. It's my wrapper from my, um, <laughs> From my cough drop. Well, just so you know that that's going to be the screen grab of a fake. <laughs> you decided that you needed to do a fake mustache. And again, if you're uh, listening to the audio version, you're going to enjoy this. But man, this video version, there is so much <laughs> to look at. There's an owl over my shoulder. I already showed you Spider-Man. I could show you again. Uh, More Spider-Man. Wait, what can I show people? Oh, you um, know what I have? I Actually, I brought this uh, for the other show. So I have, uh, this is a, uh, a, a Mr. T in my pocket is what it's called. So oh my God. Don't make me mad. First name, middle name, period. Last name, T. Shut up, fool. Shut up, fool. That's Felix's favorite one because he knows he's not supposed to say shut up. Shut up. So, uh, Mr. T, many years ago, was a guest <laughs> on the, the Dennis Miller show, the radio show, and uh, I ended up with this. And, you know, suddenly you're cleaning things up for the first time in many years, and you find things you completely forgot about. And uh, the Mr. T, uh, I keep wanting to call it Mr. T Experience, but that's a band. This is Mr. <laughs> in, in your pocket. So, there are fun things here, you know, there's, a, there's stuff to be had. Uh, so, all right. So we're, we're respectively hunkered down, generating new content. Uh, and I am envious of people that are hunkered down without kids. The people who I think, so you're there with your husband, the yeah. people who are hunkered down by themselves. And when I, I was talking to Flobo about this in our previous episode, I legitimately wondered, I'm like, what's that like? When you do go out to the supermarket every five days, are you super chatty? And then everybody gets weirded out. Like, why are you talking to me? Like, you know, get away, you know? Uh, but I, I, you know, just Heather and my wife and I were talking. If it was just the two of us, oh my God, this place would be clean. We would have watched everything on all the streaming services. <laughs> you know, I would have done, I, I would have probably been like halfway through a rewatch of all the, uh, the MCU movies at this point, you know, stuff that I don't even necessarily <laughs> want to do. But I'm like, <laughs> but oh, just God, it's God. there. <laughs> yeah, the books I would read, the comics I would read. I would, I would just, there's so much that I just can't get to. So are you able to uh, capitalize on that time 
or is it hard because one, you have to work and then there's also the uh, weirdness slash stressed out factor? Um, it's been a little bit of in between. I'm still actually keeping myself pretty busy. I don't have that much spare time. A lot of the work I've been given because I'm a little like, like I'm new. I've never worked for a marketing company before. I'm like new to this space. And like I said, the guy I work for is the nicest guy in the world. So he is down for like, he'll help me. Yeah, he'll Scrooge coach McDuck. Me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scrooge McDuck. Uh, so he's been super, he's been really cool about that. Um, but whenever like a new thing comes my way, I'm slow starting because I'm like, uh, okay, I got to like get a handle on what I'm doing here and learn this. And like, whether it's like, you know, a blog thing or that, or, but once I, once I get it, I get quicker, but anything that new that comes my way, I'm like, okay, let's, let's figure this out. My, my newest piece that I'm working on, uh, working with is Reddit. And I haven't spent a lot of time on Reddit. I know what it is, but I haven't spent like a, a bunch of time in all the subreddits and things like that. So I have to familiarize with familiarize myself with that and those sort of things. And I'm still shooting videos and editing them. And then also with uh, Twitch too, I've been trying to put, I want to put more time into Twitch also. Right, that's which been, you're on Twitch, uh, yes. Zealand. Zealand. And, uh, I try to uh, pop in when I can. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I did some it. screen grabs of you holding up your uh, Blackcast mug. And uh, I believe I posted them. And mm-hmm. uh, it inspired me because I'm upstairs and oh, not in on. the... You know, I actually have a table in front of me, which when I record down in the back room in the garage, there's a table I have. I should actually take a picture of the setup at some point. It's it's like it's like a it's like a, a couple of boxes and I think like a diaper box on top <laughs> so that I can balance the camera correctly. So yeah, I, I do think that it's like when you're working from home, I think one, it's good because you have the distraction, you have something to focus on. And look, whatever money's coming in, it's more than would be coming in if you were still waitressing, you know? Right. Yeah. So there's that level of it. And then it, it is hard to then find the time. I mean, look, I get that everybody's talking about Tiger King. Uh, and my, my wife and I sat down and we watched most of one. We just couldn't stay awake. It wasn't because we weren't interested. It was just exhausted. Anytime we do anything, it's like, it, you know, and look, I've read about it. It's like you're, especially when you're like with your kids all day, you know, and you're like trying to, you know, organize lesson plans and stuff. It's mentally far more exhausting in this sort of a scenario just because yeah. we're under all of this pressure you know, and it's just like, that's the only way to really deal with it. And it's just like, I always, there are a lot of nights where I do get something done. And then there's the, the nights like last night, I'm like, I just got to lay down on the couch for like five minutes. And then it's like 1230. And that's a better night than sometimes I'll like lay down for five minutes and like, Oh, it's three 30. What the, you know? So it's, uh, it's hard. And I think that the longer it goes on, like up to now, anyway, the more used to it you get. You know, I mean, I, um, I told you, I texted you that there was like, we were maybe two days in and then I had like a, like a full on like freak out and, you know, I, I, you and I have talked a lot about it. You, you've occasionally had those moments just, you know, day to day in the outside world. In fact, right before this, there was one where you called me, you know, you you went to the DMV and that'll do it it to anybody. (laughs) Yeah, right. That was one of the worst ones I've had in a long time. I was, it was like, honestly, kind of embarrassing, even though I feel like I'm always super open about this just because like I've said it before, you never know, you never know who else is going through it. When I first started having this thing, I I thought I was losing my mind. First, I thought I was dying. Then I thought I was going crazy. It's just nice to know that you're not completely nuts. And there's other people out there that are going through it. So I, I always talk about it. But that being said, it was embarrassing at the DMV because it was just so bad. It was one of those ones where like I couldn't hold it. Like usually I'll have them and I just, I can kind of get through it. And most people probably don't notice that that well. Sure. This yeah. one or that much, but this one was so fucking huge that the guy, like I had to, I was like crouching down and legitimately hyperventilating. Like I couldn't, I couldn't, I was falling apart. And the guy behind me, poor guy, he was trying to be nice, you know, asked if I was okay. And I told him it was a panic attack and he's like, oh, just, just breathe. But you could tell he did, he had no idea what to do. And like, he was trying, but he was just like, but like trying to be nice. Very, very embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, no, he was trying. And so my thing was that uh, I, my mind just uh, started taking into consideration everything that was going on. And I think that was early enough. And I've talked about this, there's the the one night where I thought that it was a, a good idea to, you know, look at, news headlines or social media or something right before bed. And then it was just like, Oh, I am not going to sleep. And I was having like, 
you know, a lot of difficulty breathing, which of course, then this ties into the allergies. I'm like, oh, well, clearly I have it. And that's why I can't <laughs> sleep, which that right. just made me more anxious. And, uh, you know, so then I'm reading about it and I'm like, oh my God. And uh, I, I don't mind telling the Black Cast Nation this because I told you this in the text. I was thinking about like, oh, Zia makes so much fun of me right now because uh, I'm, I'm getting so worked up and I, I just, I just couldn't stop shitting. I was just there was so much, shit. and I'm just like, this isn't one of the, this isn't one of the side effects. I'm like, this is good, right? And I'm just like, and I'm like, I even knew what it was. I'm like, at some point, I'm like, okay, I'm clearly because I'd had a panic attack like once ever before this. Yeah. And to be fair, that's the only one that's happened uh, during. But it's just, it, it's so, it's just like, oh my god, I can't, I can't believe all this. And there have been, there have been moments, you know, where it's just like, oh, this is so fucked up. And what I've told you and I've mentioned on uh, other conversations uh, on the podcast is it's usually like, it's really hard when it's my kids, uh, you know, cause usually like, Lucy's too. She doesn't really ask a lot of questions and things, but Felix will ask stuff like, you know, he wanted to go to this restaurant that we go to on Fridays usually cause he likes the ice cream place afterwards. So he was like mm-hmm. on Monday, he's like, Hey, can we go to, it's called Yala. It's a Mediterranean place. And he's like, can we go to Yala on Friday? And then Baked Bear is the ice cream place afterwards. I'm like, well, you know, probably not, buddy, but maybe we can get it to go, you know, that sort of a thing. And then when he asked me when the Easter egg hunt was going to be, and there's a big Easter egg hunt that we go to over here in Burbank. And then I'm like, oh man, that's like, you know, and it's just, it's so, it's so hard to have to give him the answer, but you also like, you can't freak out. You know, and it's like, well, you don't want to think we're going to do it at home this year. And I know, you know, we're probably not going to do it out on the patio. Maybe we'll do it inside. So ever since then, he's been talking about like, you know, the Easter egg hunt, it's going to be inside. And, and so he's okay with it. But I, uh, you know, happy to hunt eggs. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. He's just, he's just fine with it. And that's, that's kind of the great thing about kids is that it kind of seems like no matter what happens, if you manage to just be like, oh, we're just going to do this. Like, they're still excited to do whatever the thing is. It's like, we can, we can still, we can still do it. Great. It's going to be here. It's whatever. Like they'll just, my niece is kind of like that. If you tell her, Oh, well, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this. She doesn't get all like disappointed. She's just like, Oh, okay. We're going to do this thing instead. And it's kind of, it's just kind of, it's kind of cool as an adult. It, it, I feel like there's less expectation for kids or they're just like happy to do whatever. Yeah. And it's, it's like, you know, you sort of manage their expectations. You like, you're delivering them a fun thing. It just might not be in the way that they expect it. And, you know, I don't know, Felix being four, I think it is, is helpful in a lot of ways. And look, I've, I've talked about this. I, I think I've talked about it. You know, we're doing a thing where we're actually going with our kids uh, to another family's house. And we were in early on this. We go to the other family's house neither us nor the other family go and socialize with anyone else. And it's good because there's, there's some gaps in childcare for all four of us because of the way that we are, we're all working remotely. So the idea that this other family was going to have a nanny share, it wasn't like they have a nanny. They were going to have different people coming in like every day. And I'm like, well, that seems like exactly what you shouldn't be doing. And then our house is very cramped. So the idea that we were getting our kids, it's, I think we, it's uh, evened out to three days a week. It's like, it's great. They have somewhere to go. It's like five minutes away. It, it, it gives us structure. It's like, we got it. We're trying to get out the door by nine. It's usually nine 30, but you know, we're getting dressed. It's like the same routine we had when they would go to school, you know, and uh, that I don't, I think that that helps. And then also they're interacting. So it's Felix's best friend's family. His, um, his little brother is from Lucy's class and uh, you know, they are, all of a sudden they're getting to be like best friends because they're just play, you know, they're like looking around for each other. It's like, well, where's the one I can play with enough of these big kids, you know? <laughs> and it's, uh, I think it's great because it's, it's definitely a little bit more normal. No, they're not going to school, but they're, they're going somewhere. They're seeing other people. Uh, Heather's doing uh, God's work as it is, as, as they would say, in terms of helping to generate like good activities for them. And, uh, you know, there, there are these gaps though, where a lot of times it's one adult. It's been me a few times. It's been Heather a few times. There's one adult and four kids for like a whole hour. And just the idea is like, it's horrifying. Like these, these are relatively good kids. All of them. It's just like, Oh my God, there's four. And then there's me. 
they could definitely take me out if they worked together. You know, if they did the old uh, sitting on each other's shoulders and put on a trench coat and a hat sort of, uh, you know, that you see in the cartoons, I'm like, oh yeah, these kids are definitely taking me down, you know? <laughs> so anyway, so uh, I, I find that all of that uh, works and it's good to have the structure. And I, I, I do find people that just don't have anything to work on. Uh, I, I, I don't know what they're going to do, but then Z, I don't know how much of this you're seeing, but you're seeing people who are like, writing and being super productive. Uh, mm -hmm. How do we feel about those people who are using their, their lockdown time and, uh, you know, becoming better people? They're, they're the ones who post and say, shouldn't we, how about, how about we learn a language or, or how to play an instrument? All right. Well, I was with it up until you, that part. Um, yeah, well, that's why, <laughs> I went, that's why I went that far. Because I was like, I mean, yeah, no, that's good to like keep productive and do things and, and whatnot. But at the same time, learn a language. I mean, I'm such an asshole. It's probably good to learn another language. I think it's cool. When I mean, it's not very useful right now. <laughs> not very useful right now. No, that's true. It's like, well, I guess I could Zoom with someone, uh, you know, someone who uh, speaks Spanish. I could try and dust off my high school Spanish, you know. Oh, God. I didn't even take Spanish in high school. I took French and I still can't, I can't speak anything. Um because to me, the idea of going to France was really exciting. Yeah. But plus, definitely plus you, were always a, you were always a fan of the kissing. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, we laughed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Croissant. <laughs> that's, my, that's my French. <laughs> I'm sure you were an excellent French student. Baguettes. Yeah, my teacher yeah. didn't hate me at all. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I, I alluded to it. I'm trying to figure out wh are, how wisely are you using your time? Have you watched Tiger King? No, I haven't watched Tiger King. I've been yeah. watching the things I've been watching. I will also watch light stuff. I'm not watching really anything very heavy. Oh yeah. Cause this I, whole I situation. Yeah. I, I, like I'm just interject. I can't understand how anyone right now is watching new episodes of the walking dead. I'm like, no, no, it's like maybe, you know, maybe binge it, you know, when things are normal, but I'm like, yeah. I, I can't imagine watching that. Uh, it's too much know, right now. There was a Twitter poll from our friends at popcorn talk about, uh, you know, which one infinity war or end game. I'm like, neither. I, uh, I right my now. emotions can't handle. I, I don't, I don't want to watch either of those movies. Like, no, not right now. I don't. Even, I don't even want to see one of the lighthearted moments from either of those movies because it'll just remind me. You know. Yeah. No. Right now, I'm just. I'm focusing on. We're watching uh, the Hotel Impossible. And I don't even know what that is. What is it's, that? It's it's from the Travel Channel. We just came across oh, cool. it on on uh, 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 Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. And it's just this dude, this uh, Italian dude from fucking Brooklyn who goes around, but he's like, he's a very successful hotelier or whatever. I don't know. He runs hotels and he's really good at it. And uh, he goes around and fixes up failing hotels. So it's kind of like the Ramsey of the hotel world. Yeah. Or uh, who's the, the guy from Bar Rescue? You know, it's John uh, Taffer. John Taffer. So he's like, yeah, yeah. There, there's like those guys. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I could see, I could see that being fun. Yeah. But, and, and that's definitely the thing. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I think that getting my news sort of filtered through, uh, through comedy, it, it helps a little bit, you helps know, like, bit you know, Jim and Sam are talking to people who are other like New York comedians who'd like call in and talk about what they're doing and that sort of thing. And that helps. And that day that I alluded to where I had the panic attack, that was one thing that started to calm me down because it was like four in the morning and I'm like, oh, I know that they're doing a show yeah. of an Eastern and listening to them and like just being stupid. And I actually was able to like laugh and I was like starting to calm down and then Lucy needed breakfast and I'm like, great, I had something to focus on. And then before I knew it, it was like, everything was fine. And so that's when I texted you, like, oh, you would have made fun of me. <laughs> so, <laughs> just the amount you were shitting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so much, just so many times. I just, I, I just, you know, and, and that's already after we started, like, you know, trying to ration toilet paper, which <laughs> I was like, you can't no, spend that much the time one, shitting. There's no toilet paper. The one thing I can't be using <laughs> is the toilet paper. Uh, yeah, but I mean, so what I'm interested in is lighter stuff. And, you know, uh, friends of uh, ours have done a, like a virtual like game night. And we've gone to these in-person game nights a couple of times. You know, usually it's like once or twice a year. And it's all right. And it's fun. It's just a little bit of an ordeal because they live out in Marina Del Rey. But then doing it online, it's like, okay, this was fun. And we kind of like Heather and I both had fallen asleep. So we ducked in for like an hour. And it's like, it's fun to have an activity like that. It's, it's nice to have something to take off your mind. But yeah, I'm trying to like watch definitely lighter stuff and 
yeah. the, up until the end of last week, I was still doing after shows for After Buzz TV for Curb Your Enthusiasm and Star Trek Picard. So I was current on those shows. I had to keep watching them, which, you know, in some ways helped. But now it's like, all right, now I can actually watch anything. And I'm like, I'm fascinated by Tiger King. You know, the little bit that I've seen and he- hearing people talk about it. And I feel like one day I'm going to understand all the memes, Zia. You know, maybe one day we'll know more about Tiger King. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, there are definitely stuff that I'd be better suited watching, you know, than yeah. Tiger King, you know? Yeah. No, I think that that's, that's too much right now. I'm not, I'm not into anything that's like, I know it's probably super entertaining, but there's also a small part of me that's like, no, too many people are talking about it. I'm not fucking watching it. <laughs> there's like <laughs> oh, a weird. Yeah. I get that totally. Yeah. I absolutely. don't know why. It's like a weird. This is this is. I'm one of those shitty people who's like, this is too popular. I'm not yeah. watching it. But well, like I for was, some reason, when stuff like that takes off, sometimes I'm like, fuck that. I don't. Yeah. Know, I don't know what it is. I was kind of like that for uh for the, that Netflix movie Bird Box, which I think is hysterical to think about right now because I was talking to my wife about this this morning. Think about Bird Box and how everybody was watching it. And mm-hmm. would everybody have been so excited to watch it if they knew that a year from now we were all going to be living Bird Box, basically? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Probably not. We're all just not. like, you can't go outside. And, you know, the way that she, like, talks to the kids in it, it's like, you don't touch anything. And it's like the way that we have to talk to our kids is like, it's like, I know you, know, you have to run up to the gate. Don't touch the gate. Daddy's going to open the gate. Don't touch the right. car. I don't know who's touched the car. What are you doing touching the car? Right. Don't, don't, don't touch don't, any door handles. Don't touch anything. Yeah. You know? So, it, it, yeah, I, I think whatever we can consume that's light, that's fun. Uh, our, our black cast friend, Will Sterling, and I, we did, a, uh, we did something fun. We did a live tweet of something that's still on the table. Uh, we listened to the uh, first Kiss Alive record, and we just tweeted our thoughts during it. And it was like, that was like 75 minutes of pure distraction. Uh, we've got a, uh, a live tweet of uh, the original Spider-Man coming up for, uh, for us, uh, for at least the Marvel Movie News gang. Uh, and that's actually why this is out is because I figured that uh, I'm going to show it off because I, and that's on Netflix, right? The first Sam Raimi Spider-Man uh, Hulu Hulu. That's what I meant to say. It's going to be on Hulu. Yeah. I haven't seen it in, in quite a while. Seen it. No, no, that's actually... how it came up. We were just talking about a movie to watch and I'm like, Oh, dev-, cause I've wanted to rewatch it for kind of a while. Like honestly, probably since the first Tom Holland Spider-Man, uh, I've just been like, I should really rewatch that because I like that one. My second, the second one is still my favorite. The, the one with Doc Ock with Alfred Merlina's Doc Ock. Cause I don't know. It's, it's just like, the second Spider-Man and the second X-Men, I think that they, they did the setup. They spent a little bit more money. It was in the right gear. And then both of them fell completely off the fucking cliff with the third movies. Third X-Men, third Spider-Man. Just, it's not even hot garbage. It's ice cold, like month old garbage that you could poke with a stick and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's true. Why didn't we rewatch the third one? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I want to see. I want to see Topher Grace's Venom. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, Topher Grace. Yeah, I, I, which, by the way, I like Topher Grace. Uh, you know, it's uh, he, he was he, kind of a dick. To he's me. in a great movie called uh, "Take Me Home Tonight." It's the movie where Chris Pratt and Anna Faris met. And I, I like that movie. Yeah, I think it's fun. It's, it's I don't fun. know. It's, I'm a sucker for. Uh, I think that movie is also set in like 1988. By the way, so yeah. it's. You know, um, but in any case, uh, so we're keeping busy, but you know, more than anything else, <laughs> these are, these are more mustaches. Yes. I'm getting really weird. That's one thing that's happening. The more time yeah. I spend inside and, and doing, I'm getting, I'm getting real weird. I was weird to begin with. I'm getting weirder. It's not yeah. good. That part's not good. Yeah, no, I get it. Healthy. And and like you're on, you're a couple floors up in your apartment building. So it's a little different. So I'm it's like, even though we're in a, we're in a townhouse, I mean, I, if I want to go outside and stay on the patio where I can, you know, I can control my interaction with germs, I can. I don't and have actually, a patio. There's actually a balcony off of, uh, don't have that either. Of, of Felix's room. I live in and, a trash apartment. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, this is, this is a, this is like a, a, a moderately white trash townhouse, but it just happens to have a couple amenities. So it's like, I can go outside. I can get some fresh air. At least in, as long as they tell us we can get fresh air, there's going to be the day where like, oh yeah, no more air. Like, you can't. <laughs> Nobody's just, allowed to leave for anything. N- nobody can go walking for exercise. Also, stop breathing. You're using up the air that other people need. 
Uh, They're saying that it's not even at its peak yet. Like it's going to hit its peak in like a couple weeks or something yeah, like that. Uh, April 15th. is so Today is April 2nd. So uh, we got a little Great. bit less than two weeks and that's just the peak. And you're just like, you see all this stuff and you're like, oh my God. And that's, I look, I, I really stick to the, 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 the toughest time. I, I, what I was about to say is I stick to not, taking in news after a certain point at night. And I also try not to do it first thing in the morning. One, my kids are, uh, you know, demanding breakfast, but also it's like, I don't want to start off the way the day that way either. But when I'm doing uh, my prep work for Dennis Miller's podcast, that's unfortunately I'm up late on Sunday night and that's when I'm usually having to poke around at the news. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm going to, there's going to be the day that I see something. I'm like, well, I'm not going to sleep for the week now, you know? Uh, so yeah, and it's, uh, it's like you, you hear these numbers and you're like, oh, this is horrifying. And then you can only, you know, it's like, look, everybody for the most part is doing what they think they can, but then you have people who, uh, over this past weekend, they had to uh, arrest people for having an engagement party at their house where there were 50 people and there were like kids all over the lawn. You know, and it's just like think about think about the kids. You know, I mean, like you assholes. get you adults want to be assholes, but what about all these kids that are that are hanging around? And then also, you know, then there were those morons in Florida who all went to spring break, and then you know, uh, I don't know, like dozens of them are suddenly have coronavirus, even though like they all knew. And there were those videos that they filmed the people like, yeah, man, I'm not gonna let it get in the way of me partying. And I'm like, yep, yeah, you probably should. should <laughs> yeah. Well, they played them on Jim and Sam. So that's how I usually hear that's, most yeah, of them. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're not gonna get in the way of me partying, man. If it happens, it happens. And I, I think we, I think I talked about this before. There, there, so I don't want anybody to get it, even the spring breakers, except for one person. There's one person who I'm glad got it. And it was the guy who made the video where he licked the toilet. And he was talking about, you know, like basically he's like, I'm young, you know, fuck this. I'm not worried about it. And then he got it. And I was like, all right, uh, that person deserves it. Nobody else deserves it. Even the spring breakers, they're just, they're kids. They're dumb. This guy's just an asshole. <laughs> and Dude, ugh. what I hope happens to him is that he makes a full recovery and he finds this to be miraculous and I don't know he like finds Jesus and he becomes you know a missionary and he, goes, and he goes like yeah his life becomes that or he's like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna I'm gonna become a scientist you know I'm gonna try and find a cure you know he's gonna do something you know and that's the only this is the only way that that story has a good ending uh but uh, the thing know. with the coronavirus thing that these people keep doing, it's like, oh, I'm young and I'll probably be fine. It's like, yeah, you will. You probably will. Most people that are getting it are recovering. Like, let's yeah. let's be real. Most people that are getting it, it just sucks yeah. and you're getting sick, but it's fucking, it's just kill. So like, at, at, and if you're saying like, well, yeah, we'll be fine. So basically what you're saying is if anyone has underlying or health conditions or are old, go fuck yourself. Then yeah. You're all but, just going to die because uh, I'm selfish because I might, because I'm yeah. going to be fine. And, and obviously we're not talking about the people who need to like go and see, you know, a, a relative that can't get out. And it's like, they, right, that's for different. whatever reason, can't get food delivered. You know, I, I, I get all that, you know, but yeah, this is the people who just like, they go out and they do everything. And look here in LA, we had, they had to close the, the beaches, beaches and parks and, yeah. and the parks because everybody crammed into the hiking trails. And it was like, look how close you are to everyone, you know? Uh, I I feel like growing up a New Yorker, I am well prepared for this kind of social distancing because you see somebody on your side of the street, you immediately put your head down and cross and walk to the other side of the street. You, you don't look at them. You don't interact with them. You know, It's like, that's what people want. The only difference is because I'm here, usually the person will say hi. You know, they, they appreciate the fact that you've crossed or if we're walking with the kids, we will stand off to the side, let somebody else pass. You know? I would say that that's true. But what I've noticed, I mean, for just my personal experience, what I've noticed in my area is that people are taking this, this opportunity to be assholes instead of being like, you can still be like kind of nice, but people are, like you said, they're doing that thing where it's like, look down, don't look at anybody, be shitty, fucking get like, I'm getting a lot of that. And I'm like, dude, we just don't have to be close to each other. You don't need to ignore everybody and be an asshole. Yeah, I haven't. Like it's a weird. I, I, yeah, I, and and it's like when I am at the grocery store, you know, of course, if I walk in front of someone, you know, under normal circumstances, I'm going to say, "Excuse me." The difference is now I'm like halfway down the aisle away from them, I'm like, "Excuse me, sorry," you know, so that they know I'm coming. And I'm like, "All right, how you want to react when I walk in front of you? Do you want to like, you know, put your back up against like, you know, do you do you need to do that move where you're like 
All right. And for the most part, people are fine. People are nice. And the people who work at somewhere like a grocery store, they're always very nice. And there's sort of this, always this weird exchange where they're like telling you to like stay safe is the new thing that you say to people at the end. You know, it's like, it's almost like saying like happy new year or something, you know, it's it's like, that's what everybody says. And, you know, it's, it's hard to imagine, you know, we're talking about people having to go in and do their job because they're in media, but like, you know, if you're working in a a grocery store, let's take the possible exposure to germs, Corona or otherwise out of it. Just how much of an asshole are even 5% of the people that are in a grocery store in a day, like how obnoxious are they? You know, like, you don't have any eggs. It's like, yeah, we know we don't have any eggs. That's where there's a sign that says we don't have any fucking eggs. You yeah, know? it's also the reason we don't have eggs is because of all you assholes coming in here and buying all the fucking eggs. Yeah, like, right, exactly. Stop, stop hoarding. Yeah, and, and it's just like, you know, you, you feel bad for, for the, the people that do it. And obviously, look, they can quit their job if they want to, but then, you know, they don't have any money coming in. They don't have any money coming in. Yeah. Like, and that's then also, such a, I'm ugh. like, oh, man, if you work at the supermarket, do you get to like, you know, go shopping before the doors open and like get all the good stuff? You know, it's like, it's like if you knew some, I hope that they would get that perk to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, they, look, they deserve it. It's like in the old days when you would, uh, when you, when you had to like buy, we had to line up to buy concert tickets at a record store. Yes. I know I'm old. Stop. I know. I know you are. At like 10 AM the tickets went on sale. The door didn't open until 10.02 because everybody who worked in the fucking record store bought all the good tickets. So even though you were number one, you weren't buying the, you know, it's like you got to go in, you got good tickets. Uh, look, I got like second row seats to see Tom Petty in God Long Island or something once because I waited in the line like that. So it's like, all right, it's cool. But it, you just, you know that the people ahead of you were always, you know, getting something else. Uh, so I think that that's what's happening here. And I, I'm okay with it. You know, I, I think that, yeah, at the very least, if they're not getting combat pay, which they deserve, uh, I don't know how much you shopping you've done. I haven't seen anybody being shitty. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. I haven't, I haven't seen anybody being shitty at a supermarket. No, no, not yet. Um, I've, I've gone to the store. I'm pretty much where I'm going to the store once a week, uh, which is sort of my thing. And then I stock up kind of on what I need for the week. And then I did get like a few perishables just in case. So I've got, you know, some canned stuff and some box yeah. of pasta and stuff like that. But for the most part, I'm still kind of shopping like normal where I go yeah. once a week and get all the fresh stuff and things that I need or, and whatnot. And I have noticed that the stores are getting better. They're less yeah. wiped out. I, like I going in, in there is almost like normal again. Yeah, I was in on Sunday and they had uh, bread and milk and there was a yeah. point where like those sections were completely decimated. And then like, yep. not only was there bread, there were like English muffins and bagels right. and right. hot dog rolls and hamburger buns. And you're like, all right. That's when you know, like when you can have your luxury bread items. Well, I think uh, that people have like stopped panicking to a point because yes, this is scary and it's not good and we all need to practice our social distancing and stay inside and things are shut down and that's all of that's really good. But I also think that, for, first of all, I think we're handling it okay enough that like this, hopefully this isn't going to be the end of the world and you don't need to yeah, I like- hope not. I hope not. And I, and I think I think we will come out the other side of this and, and things will be fine. Like the little worried about the economy. Definitely don't want to lose hundreds of thousands of people. That's awful. Like that's first first and foremost, that's the most awful thing. Second most awful thing, you know, the economy. You got to be real careful about that because that's how great. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to, they, they've done this like $2 trillion like stimulus and everybody right. already knows like, yeah, it's not enough. It's, it's like, not enough. It's going to help for a little bit, but uh, you know, it's like, Probably another few trillion, you know. That's yeah, like yeah. the 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 one time payment that they're giving everybody of twelve hundred dollars. That's yeah. really not doing jack shit. Yeah. Like well, it's like for for us, it's thirty four hundred dollars because for us, it's twenty four hundred. Yeah, too. we so got like, we got we got an extra five hundred for each of the kids, and I'm like, man, they don't. It's like those kids don't pay taxes. Nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that's a cool five hundo in my pocket. Woo, yeah, that's a no, I mean, so look, there's pocket. yeah, there's all of this stuff to worry about, but I think it's normalizing at least a little bit. Like when right. I was in the supermarket, there was toilet paper. I didn't need it, so I didn't buy it. But good, that's you know, what you should be doing. Yeah, right. But there was a point a couple of weeks earlier where I didn't have a ton and I walked into a Target. I talked about this. It was like what I would imagine a Saturday Night Live sketch would be like right now where you walk in and everybody's holding it because it was there. So I'm like, oh, well, I should buy it. And, um, you know, the, the it is normalizing and you're starting to see the stuff, you know, that you go for. Uh, 
you know, right now I'm just on a on a search for white eggs, and it's not just because they're the superior egg. No, it's, it's because they're uh, cheaper. No, well, yes, one, it's cheaper, but I just I just want to be able to dye Easter eggs with the kids. It's that simple. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Okay, so, I didn't and think I'm about trying that. to I was just I'm trying to find cause... it like two weeks early. Yeah. So, and I actually bought the organic brown eggs because the expiration date was much further. So even though I'm like, oh, this is a full like two dollars more a dozen than I want, I'm going to buy two dozen of the brown eggs anyway. Uh, you know, and, and that was early enough where I couldn't buy the white eggs for Easter. It was still too early. So it's like, and it's like, if that's my biggest problem that I can't find white eggs for Easter egg, uh, for Easter egg dying, I think I'm going to be okay. You know? Yeah. And I think it's getting to that point where it's normalizing where, you know, hopefully people are realizing they don't need to freak out and hoard literally everything. Cause Hey, you can, yeah. you're still going outside. You're still able to go grocery shopping. You're still able to do those essential things that you need to do. Banks are still open. Yeah. It's they're, they're keeping the essentials open to keep things going. There's not going to be any food shortages. If we can stop this by actually social distancing, like for real, if everybody stops going outside and we can kill this spread until they can figure out vaccination. Or, well, hopefully before that, so they can kill this well, yeah, spread. The vaccination's so like 12 to 18 half. months away. Yeah, and, and as I've said many times, when the vaccination comes out, you know, a lot of people still aren't going to get it. I'm not even right. talking about anti-vaxxers. I'm talking about like, how, like, do you get a flu shot every year? No, I've never gotten a flu no, shot. No, most in my people life. don't. Uh, I do. I, I'm more diligent to do it once we had kids. Uh, that's right. when I'm like, all right, I don't want the kids to get the flu. So uh, that's when I started getting it every year. But there would be plenty of years where it's like, you know, flu season starts around October. And like by the time it's March, I'm like, oh, I never did get the flu shot. Eh, you know, what am I going to do now? So well, that's the thing. The flu kills, and I know the numbers aren't close, but my point is the flu does kill people. Yeah. You no, never and, think about that. Yeah. I never think about it. For me, it's like, oh, I'd get the flu. I'll be sick for a week. Oh, big yeah. deal. And the difference is that if you have the flu, you know you have the flu and yeah. you don't go run around and visiting, you know, elderly relatives. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Like when you get the flu, you know, you're sick. That is the scary thing about coronavirus. There's so many people that have it that aren't actually having symptoms. Yeah. No. And, 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 and I think that's, that too. that's what makes it horrifying. And I had sort of like a, like, you know, awful, like apocalyptic conversation with a friend that was like, Oh, imagine if this was something like Ebola virus. I'm like, no, Ebola virus would never spread this way because no. they you would get, get that it shit quarantined and you're going to die. You're, you're going to drop dead before you even get to the airport in like the Congo or Zimbabwe or wherever, you know, wherever it starts, you're, you're not going to get, and also, you know, you have it right away. So yeah, and that's why the Ebola virus didn't spread like that. Yeah. Did you ever read that book, The Hot Zone? I, I don't think I did, no. Oh, it's legitimately terrifying, but really good. It's about probably, the Ebola virus. Probably not for right now. No, not for right now. <laughs> I read it in high school. Yeah. Back when like, you know, when you're young and you think, ah, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. It was whatever. But it was oh. still like, it's scary. It's fascinating though. Yeah. It's a really good book. No, I did see that movie Outbreak about the, you know, the, the with Dustin Hoffman and like, you know, somebody goes to the movie theater and like coughs and- Look, that's a whole other uh, conversation to have is uh, that I wonder when things are back to normal, how comfortable people are going to be like going to, let's just, you know, you start small, like, okay, going to a friend's house where you're going to have 20 people over. Okay. You're probably okay with that. And I know you don't have 20 friends, but I'm talking to everybody else. Yeah. I was going to say, I've got five friends and most yeah. of them don't live yeah. near me at all. And one, one, <laughs> one of them you're talking to right now. One of them I'm talking to right now. The other one's in Hawaii. <laughs> and then the other one's in the other room and you're married to him. So you know, I think we've gone, <laughs> through, go. we've gone through all of your friends. <laughs> gone through all my friends. Uh, in any case, uh, you know, and then it's like, are you going to, when, when do people want to go to the movie theaters? Like when do they reopen? So like, right. say they reopen in July. Do you want to go in August? Do you want to go well, in September? Do you want to go well, never? See, that's the thing. People are going to start to be, I've, I've talked to somebody else about this, how they're like, look, I don't know if I'm going to go back to like going to gyms and try like, even when it thing, this stuff happens, it's when stuff reopens, people are just sort of thinking like, look, I, I don't, I still don't, like, I think everybody's going to be really cautious for a long yeah, time. They're I not going to want to do the normal thing. Some look, people are going to be like, fuck it. I'm, I'm going right back yeah. to regular life. But. Look, I'm going to still go to the bathhouses with my discreet robe that's open. You know, I mean, that's never going to change, but for other people, they might not want to go to the gym. Uh, right. I don't know, but see my gym, it's only $10 a month. I'm like, no, that's a steal. They better not charge me for this month, by the way. I just thought of that. 
<laughs> you know, like, hey, yeah, wait a minute. Too. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to cancel my gym membership. There are companies that have uh, stepped up, you know, speaking of movie theaters, like AMC made sure to let everybody know, like, don't worry, we're not going to charge you for your AMC A list while our theaters are closed. Like, we're not. We're That's not, super you know, cool because I pay for that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. But I mean, there are a lot of companies that are probably with anything with an auto pay, they're assuming, they're hoping you forget. Like my gym, like if I call them, maybe I'm like, yeah, why don't you freeze that for two months and then I'll come back. But I don't know. So what, I mean, are you letting yourself think? I mean, cause me, it's like, I got to think about the other end of this, you know? And when do you think like, let's just, this is all hypothetical. Say July 1st, movie theaters reopen. Mm-hmm. What day would you be comfortable going back to a movie theater? Um... I'd probably go in maybe like August. I'd give it a month. I think I would yeah. give it a, like if it reopened in July, I would probably give it one month to sort of see how things are going yeah. and then test the waters. Like, yeah. I don't think I'm going to be one of those psychos that like, I'm never going anywhere ever again, or I'm never like, I would, I, but I would very slowly and cautiously start going yeah. out again. Cause I'm, I'm one of those people, but you, you don't know because there was I think that for the most part, I probably would be fine. Again, you don't want to spread it to other people. Like you want this to not become a bigger thing. That being said, there was like a 36-year-old principal in Brooklyn who died. And there's a 25-year-old kid who has no underlying health conditions. He's a lacrosse player. There's 20-year-olds and there's exceptions. And yeah. I, I do so wonder if like when you are, if you're able to have the time to really dig into the DNA, is there like a condition that they didn't know they had like that 20 year old? Maybe there right. is something that they just didn't know right. it wasn't diagnosed yet. And that's not even necessarily the case, but you just, you, you hear those exceptions. And yeah, I think like a month of there not being any horror stories of like, oh yeah, these people at the movie theater all got it. Cause then right. if that happens, I'm like, I'm just waiting for, I'm just waiting for the DVD. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yep. I'm like, I, cause like if it opens on July 1st, I'm like, all right, yeah, maybe I'll go see Wonder Woman on like August 5th or whatever the new release. Right. Date, right. You know? uh, yeah. And, but then it's also like, you know, on like Tuesday afternoon and I'm going to buy four seats <laughs> and not let anybody sit near me. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Well, I think people are going to start to do that anyway. Is like, it's going to be where, where you go and sit. Like maybe they'll start when they, I feel like I talked to somebody about this. I can't remember who it was, but when they start going back to the movies, they might only sell at 50% capacity. Well, that's what they did beforehand. Uh, Right. And you know, Zach, who we do Marvel movie news with, he went to the movies sort of like the last weekend that you could go. And just out of curiosity, I would check on the AMC app and you would see, they have the map of where the seats are. And there were like clusters of like, you know, a couple people, uh, but they're all like so far apart in different spots in the theater back back when they were still open. And I think that, yeah, the capacity is going to be lower, uh, you know, sporting events, you know, I mean, God, uh, Dodger stadium holds 55,000 people. So what do you do? Like, and, and so say that like, okay, this year, you know what, we're going to play the sports in front of no fans. What are you going to do next year when it opens? And it's like, yeah, so there's going to be 55,000 people there. Are you in? And then I don't know what the answer is. I know right now, I think my wife's answer is I don't want to go to anything, you know? Yeah. But when, you know, again, it's another thing that can normalize the way that the grocery stores have. There'll be a point where you're like, well, you know, all these people have gone and it's okay. Right. But, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to end our conversation on a terribly horrifying note, but they do draw (laughs) parallels to what they call the Spanish flu of 1918. Yeah. And the Spanish flu had a bad round, uh, but the second wave was what really fucked people up. And because people thought like, okay, well, we kicked the Spanish flu. But what we, ha- believe it or not, we have learned some things from history. We have learned some things from history. Yeah, we we can- also have a lot, scientifically, we're a lot further along oh, than we were in 1918. I, so that's what we have going so. for us. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, there's things like in 1918, very specifically, they told the city of Philadelphia, don't have this, I think it's 1918 or 19, I think it's 1918, don't, have this parade for veterans returning home from what they you just called the war at that point, but World War One, and uh, they did have this huge parade and it spread, and you know, the, and then there were all these cases there and all these people died, and then you had a city like St. Louis that didn't hold the parade, and it's like, oh yeah, they were of course people got sick, but they were healthier, like by you know a wide margin, right? So and that's, the thing. that's when I started to take it a little bit more seriously was. 
you know, cancel, uh, canceling when you cancel the St. Patrick's day parade in New York and in Boston, you're like, Oh, this is, this shit's for real. You know, it's like, you know, you're like, they're, they're just flat out. Like just, we're not having this event. Uh, they didn't play uh, the NCAA tournament, the March madness tournament, which, you know, in hindsight makes sense because of all the, all these NBA players, uh, got it and they would be playing at a lot of the same venues you know I mean Will Sterling and I went to see Kiss at the Staples Center on March 3rd and I remember the day because I kept you know was very mindful of the fact that I was in an arena with 20,000 people sort of like right before this happened mm-hmm. and now you know it was knock on wood you're th- more than three weeks away from that and you're like I feel okay about that now but you know, Staples Center is sort of this, like a lot of these NBA players, like they all like one of the common threads is they were all there, you know? So right. I don't so know I, what the solution is, you know? I, and I don't, I, I don't that, know. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, I think it's probably going to be a while and I think it should be a while before there's any big like concerts or yeah. like, I think that, I don't think that Comic-Con is going to no, happen. Comic-Con, you know, and look, it, this is, this is always evolving. Uh, my comments on Comic-Con in the middle of March were basically like, you know, the economy can't handle being shut down by that. I think that's a disaster. But at the same time, it's like the bigger disaster becomes when you have all these people get together and then they get sick. So right. uh, I think that, yeah, I think we're pretty close to the point where Comic-Con won't happen. We're seeing stuff get canceled, you know, in June and July now. You know, at first it was uh, everything in April. April was just like flat out canceled. Uh and then, uh, you know, May and, you know, it's just, it's stretching further and further. The other thing too with that is that if you say you're like, yeah, okay, well, things will be fine now. We're not going to cancel it. How many people are going to go? Are you going to sell that many tickets? Is it going to be yeah. worth it for you to put all that money and that time and energy into I know. throwing this big event and then no one goes? I know. Like July 25th, I, I have tickets to see a Weezer and Green Day at Dodger Stadium. You know, I've been oh, supposed to go with my wife and I'm like, man, I want to awesome. see that concert. But you know what would be even better if they move it to uh, July 25th, uh, 2021. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah just wait a year. Just like, you know, and look, there's a lot of stuff that's doing that. They're just punting things to the next year because they're right. like, we just don't know what's happening. Uh, Zia, the, I don't want to end the conversation on a bummer, uh, but uh, I will trick you into uh, coming on the show uh, again soon because it's always... Yeah. As as much as I play up how much I I, uh, I am annoyed by you, it is always a delight to talk to you. Uh, I did think it was funny that our our little inside joke from uh, from Spider Man Far From Home just became a reality with this sort of text exchange of "I miss yep. you" and "I, I miss, miss you more, you more while we're in the same room." It was like, no, I actually do miss you. <laughs> we always had so much fun, you know. We we filmed those videos that seemed like a lifetime ago, where you know we're giving each other birthday presents and eating breakfast sandwiches. And uh, I, I hope that stuff, that like stuff resumes month. soon. But this is Blackcast episode 369. And I very specifically- I love that I got on 369. I very specifically filmed an extra episode uh, earlier in the week because I was like, I can't put her on 360. I have to put her on 369. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> so right right where you belong, right in the middle of the 69 is Zia Landerson. And uh Zia, I think everybody should uh should follow you and they should uh they should do what I did. Check out my in- Twitch. Install Twitch just so you can see what Zia is up to. Because yeah, look, come hang it, out, it's fun. It's like you play video games, but there's other stuff. So let people know what they see from you. I on eat Twitch. foods and snacks too. Uh one of the shows that I do is a two on Tuesdays is I eat snacks. And it's basically just stuff I've never tried before. It doesn't necessarily have to be new. Some of the stuff is new. Sometimes it's just something I never got to trying. So it's me just trying snacks and we talk about news, which lately has just been the coronavirus and what's going on. But it's just, it's fun. It's just like a fun hangout, eat snacks. It's, it's a good time. And then also playing video games and playing Ori and the Will of the Wisps and Skyrim right now. But I'm going to add some more stuff and I really like it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the next time we do this, uh, let's, uh, let's both share some snacks, but, uh, not the canned mac and cheese. Oh yeah. If you want to watch that, I'm going to, I got to get my YouTube up. The canned mac and cheese is fucking awful. I, I mean, not surprising, but good for you that you tried it. So that, oh, I did. Uh, yeah, and of course, uh, Twitter at Zia underscore land and Instagram, uh, where you can see many photos that I took 
we had a uh, fun exchange about that. Uh, there was one of your uh, one of your very uh, racy, uh, sexy. You see my butt. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely see some butt on there at the underscore land. If you want to see and, my butt? Go there. And uh, Matt and Casey said, Christian, I hope you didn't take one of those. And I said no because there would be vomit all over the lens because that's what we do. <laughs> that's what we say. But uh, you know, sometimes saying that you make me want to throw up is the nice way to say I love you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ and please follow the Blackcast at Blackcast. Let us know what you think about it, all the things that we talked about and the Blackcast on Facebook. Give us the old thumbs up. Uh, that's all for this installment, but we will see you next time on the Blackcast. Met this girl, she smiled in my face. Blackcast in Chile to my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listen into Blackcast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Blackcast on they think i'm christian cops ran off now i ain't tripping listen into black cast oh there's the zoom meeting and i have to pee so bad i'll be so right back pee. yeah i'm gonna pee fine. all right pee. and this is still in the recording so black cast people are gonna watch you get up and pee Leave your hey mic black on. cast people i'm gonna go pee huh leave your mic on we want to hear it that's for my only fans page <laughs> oh yeah there you go we'll talk about that next <laughs> My point is, listen to this show. Don't need me to tell you it's dope. Rock so hard like Johnny Litho. Listen into Blackcast. So it's probably telling you that I'm recording so that you know. It actually is. Oh, it, it is up in the corner. Yeah, see? Up in the corner. But it's very small and sneaky. I feel like that's not really telling me that you're recording because if you hadn't said that, I wouldn't have seen that. That's what I used to tell the girls. It's really small and sneaky. <laughs> Small and sneaky, but still good. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, but then that still good part, they'd be like, hey, you said still good. <laughs> They're uh. like, this is not good. <laughs> uh, well, this is the end part for the audio version of the episode. But now we're going to start. 